Hi, and welcome to the Still to be Determined podcast, the podcast that follows up on topics from the YouTube channel Undecided with Matt Farrell. I'm Sean Farrell, the older brother and therefore non-expert in all things tech, <laughs> and with me is Matt Farrell. Hello. He is the younger brother and is the expert in all things tech. And today we're going to be talking about EV concept cars that were presented at CES 2020. And this is from Matt's recent video, which is subtitled Empty Promises? Question <laughs> mark. And that dropped on January 14th. So if you want to go check that out before listening to this uh, hopefully spoiler-free podcast. <laughs> Get it? Cars? Spoilers? Uh, Get it? Oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to. And I have to take a deep breath after that one. (laughs) So what I, one of the things about this video that not that your other videos lack in visual, um, eye candy splendor. (laughs) Yeah. Not that your other videos lack in anything visual. Yeah. Uh, this one was full of just saucy eye candy that was yes. it's a really beautiful stuff to look at visually stunning stuff yeah, it's pretty why also just full of so much garbage yes and it's really <laughs> really astounding and um i really enjoyed at the beginning your introduction of the Charmin toilet paper robot yeah, that kind of sets the stage yeah. for <laughs> yeah. what you see at CES. Yes. Oh, I mean, and i and i immediately thought what a load of crap which oh, is also God. the only thing that that robot is programmed to say. Second dad joke of the episode. <laughs> You're welcome. When I hit number three, the podcast ends early. Okay. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you start off with talking about Magna mm-hmm. and the Sony, yes. the Sony concept car. Yes. So just jumping right off onto um, the Sony car, I understand Uh, obviously Sony is not thinking about dipping their toe into building cars. Yeah. Um, but they're obviously making a large pitch for themselves as a provider of the tech that could be inside a car. Yes. We spend a lot of our days in these cars. And so it seemed like it was selling itself as taking a bit of the home with you. What kept popping up in my head is should we have that in our cars are we are we removing safety if we're introducing entertainment as now a big sales feature in a vehicle well th- what's funny is tesla is doing that right now like they're they've in the most recent updates they've put in their entertainment section um i can watch netflix uh youtube uh like hulu hbo all those kind of things are coming to Tesla's mm-hmm. and you can only watch them when the car is parked. So if you're at a supercharger, you can pull up a YouTube video, watch my latest episode <laughs> and, <laughs> and then plug. go along your merry way. Um, it's, it's Sue and I did that on our most recent road trip is we were at the supercharger. We got some lunch and we were eating in the car, watching an episode of um, from Netflix of something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty cool. Uh, my response to that is it's still early days and i agree with you like right now the more entertainment stuff you put in the car it has to be done carefully because you don't want to distract the driver than more than they already are right but autonomous driving is coming it's just a matter of time before it gets here it's still 
five, 10 years away before it's everywhere. That kind of jumped into my head as well yeah. is the idea is the problem with the concept cars, the best thing they have to sell us are things that are actually not safe and the things that they actually probably are planning on doing are the most boring sales pitches because they are either improvements to safety that we would never see or they would be features that we don't yet know that we want like there are people who don't like the idea of cars driving themselves oh yeah so having a concept car around something that is literally here Mm -hmm. you know you can't have the we've got a concept car of the future and it's doing something that all these cars can do tesla is able to do it we went to the waymo facility and we saw their self-driving fleet yep um so using self-driving as the concept is not a concept that you could use in that so they're left with nothing but the eye candy yep and it becomes it becomes silly it becomes very very goofy to realize that the future they're talking about is actually not in the future it's here and so all they're left with is the window dressing yeah, that's an interesting way to frame it. Yeah. The the one thing though I would say about Sony specifically is like, yes, of course, there's a lot of emphasis on the entertainment aspect of the car and the sound system and that crazy, you know, entire dashboard display they had. Um, but they were pitching way beyond that. I mean, they were pitching, it's called a, a skateboard for mm-hmm. EVs. A skateboard is basically like the the bottom of the car so it's like the battery below the seats the wheels and the motors and then you can put whatever frame and car you want on top of the skateboard and so some companies like rivian are building skateboards and they're going to be working with other people to basically make the heart of the ev and you can put whatever you want on top of it um sony was basically pitching that as part of this concept car so it's like they were pitching we can build you a skateboard we have the battery technology we have these motors, we have this technology to not just make an incredible entertainment experience, but we have basically top to bottom, we can help you out with whatever aspect of the EV you want. We're not going to make it ourselves, but we're showing you we can do it. Um, so partner with us. So for me, the Sony concept car was pretty cool. It was, it <laughs> the way you framed it, it's, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, they can't there's no eye candy if you don't talk about this crazy out right. of the future if stuff. They rolled, if they rolled a skateboard out. Correct. It's, and nobody's gonna like, be, right. it's wheels on a battery pack. Right. So it's like, if I was going to rate, like I said this in the video, but like if I was going to rate all the concept cars that were at CES, I think Sony actually did a very good job because mm-hmm. they got the eye candy for the press and for us to talk about it, but they also were backing it up with what they can bring to the table for basically every other auto manufacturer in the world saying we can help all of you make a compelling EV. Um, and the auto industry needs that help. So it's like, I totally got why they did what they did for me. It was all the other concept cars that hits are right at the heart of what you're talking about, where it's like you had nothing to talk about. So BMW, I want that BMW. I want that living room. (laughs) You know, that love it seat. was that love seat and <laughs> and it's just there was nothing there was nothing vehicular about that and you kept making the point of cars that were the most concepty yeah. were from companies that were the least prepared to actually make 
those cars. Yes. And of course, and one thing you didn't bring up in your video at all, and I could not believe it. I was just like, why is he not talking about Homer Simpson? <laughs> the Homer Simpson car. And the car he designed yes. with his half brother. Yep. Uh, voiced by Danny DeVito. And the end of that episode being Danny DeVito's character screaming like he's ruined me it just (laughs) (laughs) because the car has every idea but no actual vehicle to it yes yes and the the bmw concept was literally that it was a beautiful looking freestanding cube and i was like i'd sit in that i would (laughs) i'd get in that in a second and if that was i mean i looked at that and i thought if Amtrak had cars, you know, train cars that were built with those available as seating areas inside, like double stacked, like you could have a train car that would just be those double stacked one on top of another, they would sell train tickets like nobody's business. They would because that was just like you are on you're 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 not in a car. They weren't doing anything that was like you're in a car. It was literally just like, you're sitting down. It's basically BMW. They might as well just come out on stage and gone, we have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I mean, that, that, that love seat, and, and I didn't talk about it in the video. The other thing that that concept did was the windows could go opaque. Mm-hmm. In, the, in my video, I made the joke of like, they, I think they're implying something with this love seat. It's like they have a yeah. love seat with windows that op- go opaque. It's like, okay, what do you, you, we know, yeah. wink, wink, what you're implying people are going to do in cars yeah. when they drive themselves. <laughs> it's we're, a, we're proud to introduce BMW's concept car. <laughs> it's, it's one of those. This is part of why I like Sony's pitch better than like what you're saying BMW is yeah. if you're going to show that, that's fine. But you have to back it up showing like saying, here's where we want to go in a decade. But here's what we're delivering today that's going down that path. It's like they didn't show what they're delivering today because they have nothing that they're delivering today. Where Sony is saying, we're going into the future of EVs and look, what we actually built one. Here it is. Here's what it can do. Let us help you is essentially what they were saying. And BMW is like, we're dreaming it's basically yeah. <laughs> all they said. And there, there was nothing. They were like, some of this might show up in a car next year. Yeah. Who knows? So I would, love, I would love to hear the audio of the BMW voiceover as that was brought out. <laughs> and hear the CEO of BMW saying, I gave my 10-year-old son a box of crayons and no <laughs> instructions. And this is that dream like <laughs> just like and then beyond that the next step beyond that into what BMW at least is like even if it's not a vehicle mm-hmm. my response to it is i would sit in that yes then there's mercedes oh my god and let me just say this about mercedes what year do they think or wish this is because watching your video and seeing flower pedaled wheels, the nubby spines on the back that would yeah, like move. And it was like, and what do they do? Hmm. Avatar. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that car was that car was avataring as hard as it could yeah. all over that stage. And and I, let me just say this. Let me just say this. My personal feelings about Avatar. Yeah. It is so and it is so off my radar as a thing that I actually occasionally will forget it exists as a movie. And if any of the listeners out there are big fans of Avatar, I'm not judging Avatar. I it just when yeah. it came out, it was at a time in my life where when my you son didn't, you didn't care. When my son was when my son was born, there was a period of about 18 months to 2 years where the only movies I saw were Dirty Diaper brought to you by your son. It was I didn't see things in the theater and I don't really remember a lot of stuff from even from like streaming or renting renting DVDs or anything like that. I know I watched stuff. I know I did stuff. But there was a there's just a two year blur from that period. And that was when Avatar came out and I just never got around to seeing it. And then, of course, it became it. It was just a thing. I knew about it. I knew enough about it. To, and I heard a lot about it that made me think like, oh, it's not for me. That's fine. So to see a car company actually roll a car out yeah, about a movie that is now what? A decade old, at least more. Isn't it like 12 or 13 years old yeah. at this point? Yeah. To see them roll that out as this is the future, that to me speaks of they are so lost that they don't actually have, they don't even realize they're lost. That to me reeked of somebody of a certain age who is just like, if I use the word hip, that'll make me hip. Well, he, let me, let me come to their defense just a little bit, just a little bit. This podcast is over. <laughs> they, the movie there's, there's four count them four avatar sequels in the works. Mm-hmm. And James Cameron's working on the next two right now. And they were Avatar Two was supposed to have come out this year. Mm-hmm. And you mean, I think, do you mean 2019? 2020. Oh, like it, so it's it is still supposed to come out this year. No, it's been delayed. It's it, it, okay. the earliest. It's going to be next year. Okay. I think what happened was Mercedes doesn't have a <laughs> doesn't have a real plan, and so they were trying to make a splash. And I think what happened was somebody knew somebody and they coordinated with James Cameron and the production company and Disney and all that stuff to try to do this collaboration to create a big splash. And I think what they were trying to do was time the release of this Avatar car with the movie. So if you'd think Avatar 2 comes out the summer of 2020 and at the beginning of 2020, they drop this Avatar car, it kind of like there's a synergy there that I think companies look for. What they didn't count on was James Cameron being the perfectionist that he is. This movie is delayed and delayed and delayed. And now it's 2021 at the earliest. It might be 2022. Who knows? What I like also is the fact that Mercedes (laughs) walks up to Cameron and says, we were thinking of modeling a car around Avatar. And he's like, fucking do what you want. That's free advertising. Well, they probably also threw a boatload of cash at him. Or vice it's versa. Just, there, there's cash changing hands somewhere in this. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somebody, somebody got, somebody got paid. Somebody got yeah. paid. I have a feeling I, he got paid. Again, to go back to like the, in my head, the BMW announcer, I, with this one, I couldn't help but think that there was a bunch of people sitting in a room and like, so what are we going to wrap our car in in order to make it seem relevant and like one guy's like uh avatar 
like, no, 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 no. We need something more recent, more recent. Um, between two ferns. <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to go with Avatar. We're going to go with Avatar. I will say somebody, I can't remember who it was, commented on my video and they brought up a fair point. They said that I didn't cover one of the more interesting aspects of that car, which was they talked at length about the battery technology that Mercedes is working on. They're working on their own battery technology that mm-hmm. is going to be free of heavy metals. It's going to be fully compostable, which means right. recycling these batteries when they're gone is going to be super easy. It's like, great. The reason I didn't bring it up is because that battery is also still living in a dream state because that battery technically doesn't exist today. Right. And the designer of that car, the designer of the concept car in an interview in a separate article said that battery is not going to exist for 10 to 15 years. Right. They're working on it today. They have they have, you know, the formulas that they're working out and they're on the path to getting it. But it's not going to be in a car for 10 to 15 years. So if they stay on that path and they're able to meet that goal of 10 to 15 years, it should exist shortly before Avatar 2 is released. It sounds like that's the case. (laughs) (laughs) That's the good news. Yes. Yeah. So you also in your video, you talked about um, why do these concept cars at all? And you talked about two different competing articles one about focusing on the lack of confidence the other one arguing that it's a lack of talent i actually think that both of those uh bookend very beautifully and that the reality of all of these could be ping-ponging back and forth Mm -hmm. between those two things and you also compared it to the actions of tesla and apple and how they don't play this game in quite the same way that you know a concept car from Tesla comes out recently, which is their concept car for a truck. The truck is actually going to exist. The truck is actually going into production. It's going to probably look extremely close, if not identical, yes. to the one that everybody uh, saw mm-hmm. get a cannonball thrown through its window. <laughs> um, so, you know, the concept is kind of a shifting term in that in that sense. It's, you know, because what they bring out is the concept raw real, whereas these companies are literally playing in a headspace and making it public. And it made me wonder about, I, I kind of like scratch my head over, is there another industry that does something similar to this? And the only industry I could think of that does that is the gaming industry. Oh, where yeah. where yeah. they will put together these release videos of, and the biggest one being from the past couple of years, Anthem, um, putting together things that say you know, actual in-game footage. Mm-hmm. And then you find out years later as a reporter, I think it was Jason Schreier uh, at Kotaku, did a long, um, did long reportage on that on that game and it turned out that that game was basically cobbled together in less than a year. Yeah. And that all of that early trailer work was bullshit. It was all just, it was not in game footage. It was rendered from an animation standpoint, not from a game standpoint and that they were really putting something together. They originally had a different name in mind. They changed the name to Anthem without knowing what it was actually about, what it referred to. It was 
designers putting together a game programmers putting together a game that they didn't know what the point of the game was they didn't mm-hmm. they they weren't allowed to compare it to destiny in-house they couldn't talk about destiny because they just kept getting from on high the this is not destiny this is not destiny well mm-hmm. if you can't talk about your competition you're operating in a vacuum it's fight club yeah it is <laughs> just it's and and for me it it Sort of like you think about like movies, movies spend a lot of time gestating. They sometimes take years, if not decades. We talked about Avatar, Um, but you're not going to see a trailer until there is actually something to pull material from. Right. You know, there's it's there may be buzz about like, oh, they're putting together this movie. And you think about various permutations of movies like famously Alien 3 or um, Total Recall went through script after script after script, different concepts and sort of Frankenstein's monsters by the time they came out. Um, Mm -hmm. different concepts. The Star Wars movies have had that happen with them recently. There's all sorts of talk about the various permutations of scripts and changes at the last minute and Disney stepping in and making certain requirements around the last movie that kind of cut the legs out from underneath what J.J. Abrams was trying to do. Yep. But still, you don't have the movie until you have the movie. Right. And... It seems like the car industry, which sounds absurd to say, for an industry that is literally built around, like, we don't have a thing until we have a hard metal thing, would be goofing around like this. It really seems like just such wasted effort. It it really is. I mean, manufacturing is really hard, like really hard. Uh, I've backed a number of Kickstarters for different pieces of hardware from headphones to camera accessories. And sometimes it takes three, four or five years for that thing that you backed to become a real thing because there's so many intricacies and things that get caught up in the manufacturing process that they find gotchas that they didn't expect. And it delays and delays. Making a car is exceptionally complicated. Mm -hmm. There's so many different pieces. And so I kind of understand why, they can't just sit on their hands and not share where they want to go because it bring it takes years to bring a car into fruition. Like that Cybertruck, they've probably been working on that for several years now. And it's going to be a couple of years from now before it hits the streets on production. So it might be like five years from start to finish for that car. Uh, I get why they do what they do because they need to share something and show people their vision of where they're going. But The best example is Tesla of how they don't show something too soon. Apple doesn't show something too soon. Right. They they typically, not always, but they typically will sit on, they'll sit on their hands, but they're so far ahead of all of the competition that even when they release a prototype, it looks futuristic because other people aren't doing what they're doing. Like when the Apple released the AirPods, nobody had anything like the AirPods. So here's Apple going, hey, we're releasing the AirPods and you can order them next month. It's like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Like nobody else is doing that. People made fun of it because they look goofy because it's the first one that did that. But they they clearly have been working on AirPods for years. And it's like, but they didn't three years ago go, hey, we're going to come up with some crazy like tiny battery 
headphone thing that you stick in your ears and it's going to be great. It's going to be the future. It's going to have Siri in your ears. They didn't do that. They waited until they had the product figured out. That's the part I think that I think most of the auto industry is not understanding is that they have to ignore this designer sandbox because otherwise you're just you're not saying anything of any value. It wraps nicely into one of the comments that was on your YouTube video. And I think we can end with this, which is a nice sort of like bringing it back around to something that was said earlier. Uh, This comment was from Thomas Bryant and he wrote, when I was 12, I saw three concept cars at the Chicago auto show back in 1993. One was a flying car. The other was a single seater electric car and another that runs on solar power. Hmm all of which never saw the light of day, yet I was excited. Now at 40, I see these concepts, and while initially for a second I am eyes wide opened, a flash or two later I am brought back down to earth wondering why Tesla can do what other legacy manufacturers struggle with or neglect to recognize as the way forward. For me, Tesla has made me a believer in the future, like when I was 12 at that car show. My Model 3 is the best example of this, and soon, Cybertruck. And that kind of... uh, rung a bell for me. Um, and that's, that was for me, that was the, the thing that made me think like the future is here in so many ways and all they're left with are either the boring inside parts around safety and automation or Mm -hmm. what color do you want your windows to turn when you're going to turn and try and canoodle with your sweetie as the car drives (laughs) itself. (laughs) Once again, I'm Sean Farrell. I'm a writer of novels and picture books you can check out my website at seanferrell.com and matt our tech guru is a (laughs) user interface designer and uh growing youtuber so check out his videos and join the conversation you can find the podcast at undecidedmf.com slash podcast and you can also find us on itunes spotify and other places where podcasts are available let us know what you think. You can reach out to us at undecidedmf.com slash podcast. You can reach out to us via Twitter. You can reach out to Matt at Matt Farrell and Undecided MF, or you can reach out to me at by Sean Farrell. And be sure to watch the latest videos from Undecided with Matt Farrell on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Hi, and welcome to the Still to be Determined podcast. The. Okay. I was going to say, why don't we just start that one? <laughs> you, you left <laughs> the word out of your intro. <laughs> you left the word the out of the Still to be Determined. And you also didn't write the word podcast. No. You wrote, welcome to Still to be Determined. The podcast that follows. And so it threw me off because I was reading. I was like, these, these words don't make a sentence. These, these words don't make a sentence. I was typing really fast and didn't proofread whatever. Yeah. <laughs>